0: the associated is full of shit all right everybody it's thursday and you know what that means the dudes who bet sports show is live we're back for another thursday god we have a ton to do on this show there is a ton happening this weekend especially on saturday what's up papa dude i think you feel
1: like it's a ton because you got so much on your plate with (laughs) racing this week you probably
0: haven't had time to even go outside i imagine yeah, I I haven't. You said, oh, it's such a nice day today. Today I have not been outside. Oh, it's gorgeous. Uh, I, I did go outside the last couple of days for a few minutes at least. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, when you
1: when you have a week like this, you feel like you're just snowed under. Yes, I know. Like and, and and you know, I'm pretty busy too with all the basketball tournaments and stuff and all of the predictions and all of that. I feel that way sometimes too. I because I, I kind of feel like I need to get that out pretty early in the mornings which you know when I try to get it out by at least 10 and then I like to go get a walk-in before all that too so I'm I'm the same way I know exactly only you're doing it all day long so I can just imagine what what you guys uh, are doing during in a week like this
0: Yeah derby uh preps and derby season obviously uh, and and then it transitioned to, Triple crown season definitely definitely gets you snowed under and it also gives us a lot of content a lot to talk about and uh we have a hell of a time Saturday's gonna be insane well you got so many other stakes races too it's
1: not just a derby preps there's tons of I was glancing through it there a while ago
0: it's crazy this week it really it's, is it's crazy nine yes that's right nine stakes at Gulfstream park saturday oh, and then i think overall magic said there's 15 or 20 uh through all the tracks we're also at well hey we'll be we'll be live for all the three derby preps uh plus oakland you know got great racing Garhol gonna run at oakland oh i love that about that yeah yeah so. Uh, He'll look to make it four in a row. Like Russ says, best weather week in months. Yeah, I wish we were getting before before we went on air. We are saying, boy, I wish the Rebel was this week, Russ. Nice. I don't think we could have passed it up if the weather was like this. Yes. Yeah. Week like what? What happened? A lot, a lot, Dennis. You know. You know better. Coach is here. (laughs) Afternoon to you. And Isaac is here. And uh, Isaac, we're going to talk about basketball, NBA basketball, uh, for you a little bit today. So uh, you can be happy about that. All right. We might as well get into it. We got a lot going on. What would you want? What do you want to start with? I'm going to let you choose. We can start with the racing. We could uh, start, start with uh, future wagers. Or we could do college basketball top 25.
1: Let's save the future wagering. Uh, okay. Kind of maybe for the end, you think?
0: Okay. Yep, that's fine.
1: Uh, you want to get the horse racing going here? Or are you tired of talking about that? I think I know you just got off the air That's right. Uh,
0: talking about it. So maybe you're a little weary. I never get tired of talking about horse racing. So All right, Let's do I just that. threw it up. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do right. it. Yeah, and Russ, you're right. So he says, say, uh, "Speaking of horse racing, talk about Oakland Park. Safe to say, the infield will be open this yeah, weekend." Yeah. yeah, I know. It's always the best when the infield's open. Not that I go out there very often. It's just kind of cool that they open that thing up. Yeah, it look, it looks neat. You can't mm-hmm.
1: see the race from out there, though. No, really, it's just a place to drink.
0: <laughs> yeah sometimes i'll go out there when i'm with kelby and it's just uh we drank enough at this spot let's try the spot out yeah that's uh, what was for. Uh, uh we always go out there on days where it's not not you know or races i should say where it's not yeah the biggest race of the day uh, right put it right lightly. so all right though let's get into we're not talking about oakland unfortunately but saturday garhold does run at oakland that's a single but anyway We'll go here to the Fountain of Youth at Gulfstream Park. That's where we'll start. Grade 2 race here, going a mile on the 16th. 50 Derby points to the winner. We saw some upsets in the Rebel last weekend, and we saw, um, you know, some crazy things happen in really a lot of the big races last weekend. What about this weekend? Papa Dude, Fountain of Youth, Gulfstream Park. Who do you like here?
1: Okay, now before I start this, I want, I want everybody to know, I have not listened to the Racy Dudes' um, prognostications. Okay, and- well you should have some
0: <laughs> big time takes then.
1: <laughs> That's why this may sound very stupid, because I haven't gotten any advice like I usually do. <laughs> I usually pick all this, and then I I listen to what you guys uh, say, and I was going to do it, but I was listening to something else, and I didn't have time, we'll get into that later. Uh, so I now once I get going here, if I'm way off, please stop me. I will. I think this is wide open. What do you? Do you? Do you think there's two or three that can win this?
0: Yes, I do. I I I like one of the horses out of the. I would say three or four that can win a little more than maybe you might. But yes, I do think it's a fairly wide open race. I do think. There are several that can win in this spot. Okay. Uh, I like, and I don't sit.
1: I think it's the 12. Well, the 12 is scratched. So that's Modonical?
0: Yeah, the 12 scratched.
1: Oh, crap. That was my horse. Really? When did this happen? Have I, is this happened like three days ago and I didn't know it? Oh, uh,
0: late last night or late oh, yesterday well, afternoon. I don't, don't okay, think it all blends together. Uh, Mo Donigal, uh, has says to have a low-grade fever, which is translation, we did not like the 12 post. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, crap. Okay. Well, I like the two. Do you? Okay. Simplification, yes. Who is now the favorite in this race? Okay. Broke last, last time out in the Holy Bull. This is the be on the lead. Broke last. A lot of people thought well won't run a step and just draw a line through it still ran got second and uh tried so simplification the two okay yeah. and it's won a, a 150k stakes mm-hmm.
1: so this horse is decent has mm-hmm. some back back class so i like it i like the eight um this is one that has not been in any big race
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's look at the uh trainer we know what he does. We know yep. what he can do. He's romped her. They've, uh, this horse is romped in both of the uh, races. Just hasn't been in a stakes race. Only one uh, ran twice. Late bloomer. You know, didn't run as a two-year-old. I like that horse a lot. I think that could be an upset. Mm-hmm. And my long shot is the nine. High Oak. Okay, give us your thoughts on High Oak. Well, it's won a grade two at Saratoga as a two-year-old. Finished fourth in the hopeful, which is the big race for two-year-olds at Saratoga, and it's been off since. So don't really know what the story is there, unless this uh, Bill Mott decided it needed he needed to mature a little bit. Not Bill Mott, but the horse. Right. He, the horse needed to mature. And they held it out. More than likely, probably had some sort of an injury. I'm guessing you probably know. Those are the three I like.
0: Uh, plus the one that got scratched. I actually think with high oak, they wanted to get him going a little bit quicker than this. He had a fever, but mostly what you said is accurate. I think they just said, let's kind of turn him out. Let's give him a little time. We'll stretch him out to two turns. So I think he hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, Jared asked me, hey, uh, rattle and roll high oak. Those are kind of two long shots that make sense. Which one would you rather have? i chose rattle and roll but it it took a while because i do think high oak is going to be interesting stretching out he also has a lot of speed i know on his past performances it might say he wasn't on the lead in his last few but those were sprint races and now you go to a route and things are totally different so i'm with you i kind of i kind of think high oak has a shot shot. he's got a shot you mentioned the horse i really like and that's emmanuel and I think you and I our, our biggest maybe difference between how we handicap is you like that horse that's been in the stakes races and, and okay. it has that proven form where I'm looking for that up and comer in these kind of spots. And so uh, not to say either one is right or wrong. It's just a style difference. And, you know, if you bet 10 races, uh, y- you know, your one theory will be right in some and then the other theory will be right in some. But I really like Emmanuel. manual. Um, I remember sitting right here at my desk on December 11th and seeing Emmanuel break that maiden at Gulfstream and thinking, wow, that's a really nice horse. Uh, Magic and I, the next day did a video on it. I said, Magic, we got to do the video on this one. He's really, really good. This Emmanuel, he went to Tampa Bay Downs last time after that allowance race. And I thought, I thought he was just fantastic. You know, a, a horse named Glider, who we'll talk about in a minute in the Gotham came up next to him. He just dusted him. No problem. I, I'm i worried without any doubt about jumping up, it's mm-hmm. normal to worry about jumping up from an allowance to a stakes, right? And this isn't an easy spot. So I get the the pause, like Dennis said, hey, he likes rattle and roll a little bit. He, th- he thinks that's the best McPeak course on the dirt. Emmanuel, he doesn't trust. So, um, but I went Emmanuel on top. Did you go simplification on top? No, I went uh, Mo Donegal. <laughs> but Emmanuel's my second
1: pick, no doubt. So yes. Now, definitely. Here's the thing. You're absolutely right. You know, you know how I look at things. I do like that experience. Mm-hmm. But we're dealing with Pletcher. That's yeah. a whole different story. I've seen him do this before. This is a great trainer. You got to trust what he's doing. And this horse made to have come out of nowhere for him, you know? May Mm -hmm. just have developed. We're talking two and three year old horses. You know, two year now, three year olds. They're young. You don't. You can't really rate them. And I just feel like this horse. uh, He's got this horse in there for a reason. I don't think there's this field is overwhelming. I don't see a lot in this.
0: It's a. It's a. It's a field filled with horses that might be good. Yeah. Not ones that we think like, like say epicenter. Okay. If he was in this race, we know he's really good. Oh yeah. Uh, even like a smile happy who got second to epicenter. We kind of know. Okay. Right. Simplification has been on and off. Yep. Uh, a horse like rattle and roll first starts as a three-year-old. We don't really know what he's about. Ooh. High Oak is another one. Uh, we're not quite sure what he's about in due time. Another horse I kind of like, he's just an allowance winner. He's kind of like Emmanuel in that sense. So yeah. A lot of question marks. If there is. And and there's no
1: big race really that they've won. You know, they're just they're they're a little spotty. They mm-hmm. really are. I don't see why he can't step up and win this race. I really and truly don't.
0: You know he's gonna be ready. You know he's gonna have him ready. Yeah, yeah. And even a horse like Rattle and Roll, who is a grade one winner, but it was a it's a two-year-old grade one win. And sometimes that doesn't translate to as a three-year-old. Not saying it has no chance to, just saying sometimes. That first out as a, as a three-year-old is when we really kind of learn what you're all about um, as far as this year goes. So it's a, it's a field that at the end of the day, we could go, wow, really, really good. good. This is really, really good. Or we could say, you know what? That kind of disappointed. A lot of those horses didn't show up. That's kind of what we got in the Holy bull We thought Tis the Bomb might run okay. I say we, some of us. I didn't. We thought the Giant Game could come back and run okay. They didn't run very well. Will we see here? It's it's going to be interesting. Uh, the coach says, I "Think Emmanuel is be- is below in Pletcher's barn." I don't I don't know what that, that means. He thinks it's down the list. Not if, his best. if that's what you mean, I can confirm that is false according to Todd Pletcher. He thinks this is his best. Really? Yes, I have that on. That's a hundred percent fact. He thinks the source is his best. At least that's what he said. So. Uh we know a few sources within the Pletcher barn, they are sky high on Emmanuel. So better go place some money folks. Take that for what now, listen, that doesn't, that doesn't mean the oh. horse is a lock. That doesn't mean anything, but it, it doesn't means, mean
1: the horse is going to run. It no.
0: Doesn't. And he would probably tell you, we have no idea. Yeah. When he is asked the question in a big time race, and maybe some things haven't gone his way. And he's had to, you know, fight some adversity. And then we ask him to go win he may not fire. It's not a lock, but they're very high on him in the barn. That I can promise you. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I'm with you. I, I think the race could be good. I think it could be kind of shaky, too. We'll just kind of see how it plays out. All right. As I go back here and let's go to the next one. What do you want to you do? Uh, let's do Santa Anita. Let's do the Santa Anita one next. All right. Uh, It's the San Felipe at Santa Anita. It will be race six on the card. Another race going to mile 16th. Another race where 50 points could be had by the winner, unless that winner is trained by Bob Baffert, who has two in this race. Um, If the Baffert horse wins, obviously no points will be awarded. Field of seven here. We kind of set it off air. It's kind of a two-horse race. You're leaning towards one, and I think I'm leaning towards the same horse. But go ahead. Who's your top pick in this one? Well,
1: I, I had no odds whenever I was looking at this, which sometimes is good. You know, sometimes that's good. Sometimes mm-hmm. you look at the odds and you look at a horse because you yeah. see the odds. Like, yeah. worst red Sanchez there. I would have seen 20 to 1, not even looked at it. I didn't anyway. But anyhow, <laughs> as soon as I saw <laughs> the 6, you know, as far as you're looking at class and all of that, that's the, that's the horse. I, I don't, you know, nothing else has got. The, the, the back class that he does. He's mm-hmm. he's running some good races and and run well. So I like him uh, the best. I kind of like the seven a little bit also. Uh, and, of course, the uh, five. So six, seven, five for me. Uh, I would go as a six up on top. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I think Forbidden Kingdom is going to be tough at this distance. I, I don't know how far he can take them. Past a mile and sixteenth, I think he's tough here. My main thing is, I don't know about the stoppleganger horse for t- uh, for about Bob Baffert, the five horse. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm skeptical. I don't hate him. I don't like him at nine to five. No, I don't either. And I think if those odds hold and you get anywhere close to eight to five on Forbidden Kingdom, it's a pretty good bet, don't you? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I,
1: I kind of think that may be four to five. Uh. He, I kind of think so too. Yeah. And I think uh doppelganger may end up three to
0: one. Maybe I could, I don't know though. That Baffert money. Yeah. Not, it's the Baffert name. Yeah. Maybe two to one. Dennis has an interesting point. He said, could be taking uh could this be a spot where you take the six and then put him on top and then everybody, but Baffert underneath. Oh yeah. That's interesting. You know, Doppelganger was fourth last time out in that race, uh, the San Vicente. And it's like, okay, I get he didn't win, not really good. Seven furlong setup, not real good for him. But he also didn't pass either one of his stable mates, and it's not like they're world beaters, right? I mean, I know Piners came back and won last week, but I don't care about that race. I don't know. I'm I'm so on the fence with Doppelganger. Dennis, I don't hate that. I really don't. No, I think that's a good idea. Because the odds, what good's it gonna?
1: do to play him really you know what I'm saying
0: yeah I mean you're gonna have to create value some way and that's yeah, kind of yeah. one of the ways and if you're wrong well you're wrong but um you can't you can't play six over five you know no I mean you can but and if
1: you're wrong Dennis it won't be the first time
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. well there's that yeah <laughs> for any of us for that matter so no, for any of us yeah uh gate to wire for the six for me you're you're on the six as well. Oh, I I, yeah, I I would single this. Yeah, I think I would. I think I'm going to do the same. And like said, and again, if we're wrong, it won't be the first or the last time. No, but I think it's a safe single. If If there is such a thing. I I mean, safe in terms of you do have to single against a Baffert, but you know, Dennis made a good point on blinkers off. This horse has beaten eight different Baffert horses. Yeah. Already. I don't know if there are eight different ones, but eight Baffert horses in total. So he's beat them already. And the only one he's lost to is Messier, and Messier is a beast, I think. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. All right. Final one. Let's go to New York. The weather probably won't be as nice up in New York as it is in Gulfstream or at the in Florida at Gulfstream Park and at Santa Anita in California, but. They're still running a derby prep. It's a field of 10 going a one turn, one mile up at Aqueduct. Again, 50 points to the winner, except if the 10 Rockefeller for Bob Baffert wins, and he will not get those 50 points. But field of 10, uh, favorite goes to Aspius in number nine, Morello. I thought this was the more wide open of the three here, uh, Papa Dude. Who do you like? Well, I hate New York racing,
1: except Saratoga. I don't hardly anything ever comes out of this, right? Yeah right so i think it's a bunch of crap in this really and uh now i thought bafford couldn't run in new york no he can oh he can run Mm -hmm. okay i thought they banned him they did and then he appealed so oh it's under appeal yeah Yeah. okay i got it all right um i kind of like the horse i kind of like rockefeller um you know one first one second one fourth in stakes races so i like that angle. Um he asked me that horse is two for two. Just one of a, a rinky dink stakes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very impressive though. He was he was impressive. He's my pick simply because I like him the best. I don't know if he can win. I don't, I think this is like you said, how are you gonna pick one here? This is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Uh Pletcher's got one in there. Uh I kind of looked at him. Same thing as Emmanuel, a little bit. Hadn't won anything big, mm-hmm. but two for two, he wouldn't send him up here, would he? If he didn't think he had a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So I think I look at him and I kind of like the eight a little bit too.
0: So who, who do you like on top out of those? Uh, nine. Oh, geez, me too. All right. Well, we're either going to be sad or happy uh, because I, I, here's how I saw it. And let's see if you agree. I like the, I like Pletchers a lot, but I, uh, the the number five Dean's list, but I think the distance might be a little long. And the biggest thing, I think there's a lot of pace. And so if he's going a little long and the pace is kind of hot, I don't know that he'll be able to hold on the whole race. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like him though. I do too. I think he's a nice horse. What do you think about the eight? Yeah, he's kind of like Bill Mott's horse in the uh, in the uh, yeah, Fountain View. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I could see it. And I'm a little, I don't know, I'm just a little skeptical. He could uh, win though. He could win. He's, he's in th- this field now. What do you think about the Baffert horse? Don't like him very well. Never have. That could be part of the problem. I acknowledge that he's facing a weaker bunch mm-hmm. uh, than he did last time, but I don't like him.
1: Okay, I, I, one more question. I, I didn't look close enough. Where has Morello
0: been running? Oh, at Aqueduct. Both races have okay. been at Aqueduct. Right. Oh, so uh, he's up there. Okay. Yeah, they they built him up to this race and made him go in six furlongs. And then that stakes last time out was seven furlongs. Okay. Now we're to a mile. Now so Another thing I just kind of
1: noticed here, which tells me none of these horses are really well thought of. Let's look at the jockeys. Yeah there are no big time jockeys i mean they're good jockeys but there's none of the
0: big boys here and a big reason why is the big days that are happening the other tracks and it also tells you you know if there was a world beater it's a it's a derby horse right so they would go so there there isn't a a world beater in here for sure So I think uh, it's
1: a weak field, and it's wide open, and these are the toughest ones.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And I listen, I do think the number two glider, I want to talk about him for okay. a second. If you like Emmanuel, glider is somewhat interesting. Although he wasn't close to beating Emmanuel, he did kind of go up and challenge him. He did run decent in that allowance, uh, same allowance as Emmanuel. Eight to one. Good odds. Yeah, can sit off of it, make a move. I think glider at eight to one makes a little bit of That's sense. That's a throwing man, for sure. Yeah. That's kind of my long shot. Um, yeah, but that's – you got anybody else you want to talk about out of this race? No. No. All right. Let's get to the comments, and then we'll go on to basketball. I like number one's name. Yeah, running son of a gun. You know, somebody asked us late in the Blinkers Off show about him, and, and we didn't get to it. Um, they really like the pedigree on that horse. I don't see it. I didn't, and I, didn't I like
1: know. the horse name from another mother.
0: Yeah. Now, that yeah. horse – is interesting. I think he could run a decent race, maybe pull off an upset. I want a little more than six to
1: one. Now, on I tell you course. what, if this horse could get into the Triple Crown, would that not be cool? <laughs> it would be pretty From cool. From another mother. Now I'm yeah, telling would, you well, that was uh, that's that would appeal to the country. That's just what we're all about. From exactly,
0: mother, and we would we would get a lot of stupid money on that horse. So <laughs> we would start adding the F word to the. <laughs> <end>. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um all right let's get a few comments here and uh dennis was talking about emmanuel he said he, he's seen the uh, fletcher horses that i thought was his best run awful and then their seconds or uh, ran awful in their second starts so this might actually be his best according to the barn it is like again you never know get out there and run <laughs> his opinion might change but as of now they like him coach really doesn't like the eight at all he said if the 12 would have been in that race he wouldn't even look at the eight and so This is what I'll say. I wish the 12 was in the race selfishly because I think the 12 had no shot to win that race. And so I wished he was in and he would have taken money and made better prices for the other horses. I would not have used the the 12 uh, in that race. Let me be clear on Mo Donegal because a lot of people have hated on us for this opinion. And you had them, you were going to pick them. Mm-hmm. I don't old. hate the horse. I hate the horse at Gulfstream, and I hate the horse going a mile and a sixteenth at Gulfstream with that short stretch. He's not a real agile horse. So the short stretch at Gulfstream at a mile and a sixteenth, you got if you're a closer, you got to be able to make your move on the turn. That's mm-hmm. not him. He needs he makes his move in the stretch. It's kind of, I think the same thing happened. The Holy bull would have happened in the fountain of youth. He's going to make a move. He's going to be charging late, but he got going too late right now. If the, if the race is at a mile and an eighth, maybe he's got a better shot. If he's at a different track running a mile 16th, I think he has a better shot, but that configuration at Gulfstream for him, I just think it would have been brutal. So I hate that he's out. Cause I think he would have, I think he would have took money and lost. <laughs> um dennis says you think he might send him to oakland that's possible i could You're see talking about emmanuel talking about mo Don mo Donagle. oh mo Donagle. okay yeah yeah that's logical for sure yeah um i don't know the severity of the fever i don't know if it really is a fever i don't know if it's just we don't like the 12 post <laughs> if it's we don't like the 12 post i could see him going maybe to tampa next um if not, then I could see him definitely waiting for the Arkansas Derby. He has points. He doesn't need to win uh, next out. In the Arkansas Derby, we've seen these Arkansas horses, right? They're not very good. They make a ton of sense for him, Dennis. I think it's a good spot. Yep. And, again, uh, let me stress, a mile and an eighth, Oakland, normal stretch, longer distance, he might win there. He, that's a lot better setup for him. So. Um, yeah. All right. Anything else? Yeah. Dennis talk about Oh, We had that one. Yeah. Okay. We're good. We're good. All right. Let's move on to the basketball now. And we'll go over the top 25 happening on Saturday in college basketball, like we do every week. Um, all right, let's, let's kick it off and we'll kick it off with the damn conference. It's tough, right? Villanova goes on the road to take on Butler. You might say, well, Butler's 13 and 17. They beat some people. Uh, especially at home. So what do you think uh, to kick off uh, the day in in basketball with this one?
1: Well, I tell you, the Big East is just really fun to watch. If you
0: like basketball.
1: I I watched Creighton and uh, UConn last night. That was a great game. That was a really good game. Providence and Villanova the other – oh, my God. Yeah. You know, Providence – I don't understand uh, the AP people and uh, really the whole country – their lack of respect for Providence, they were nine and a half point underdogs to Villanova. Mm-hmm. I jumped all over that. I thought, There's just no way they're going to lose that game by that much. Tough, tough team. And they, and they got off to a bad start. And I thought, okay, I'm going to look like an idiot as usual. And then here they came with their run, finally lost a close game. They won a million. Yeah, uh, Villanova should handle Butler. Uh Nova is really good. I don't think they're as good as they have been, but they're good. Butler can't score. And I think they'll they'll end up beating them. Is that line is probably going to be outrageous because it's Villanova. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be 11 or 12, I bet. You got to take Butler, I think if that line's double digits. I
0: really do. Yeah. If it's double digits, I would take Butler for yeah. sure, but yeah. Like said, we'll see what it is. Uh, Villanova, I think, is going to win, but we will see. All right, how about this? The Hogs and Russ, big hog face. And how about my Hogs? Man, <laughs> they're on a roll. They, they won a slugfest last night against LSU. Kind of fortunate, I would say, to win it, but still give them a ton of credit for getting oh, yeah. the job done. Now they go to Tennessee, and Tennessee and Arkansas are real similar. Tennessee is almost impossible to beat in there uh, mm-hmm. at home. They are playing really well. What do you think about this one? It was a good game when they played before. How about this one? Well, I think the crime is it's at 11 o'clock in the morning.
1: You know? I know. I think you could find a better time for a game like this. Because uh, a lot of people are going to forget there's a basketball game on at 11 o'clock in the morning unless you're an Arkansas or Tennessee fan. Yeah. Uh, this toss-up. Um you know, I thought Arkansas would struggle a little bit with LSU last night because it, it, it's just hard to keep winning. It is mm-hmm. just so hard. You've got to play so well. And it's hard to keep winning. These two played two, three weeks ago. and It was 58 to 48, I think. Um, low scoring. I know that. I kind of think Tennessee's going to win because uh, I just think Arkansas, this is stupid to say, and I I don't, I don't, I mean any disrespect to Arkansas. I think it's their turn to lose. Yes. I think yes. it's just their turn to lose. I mean they they've been in so many of these games and they've won. Maybe they got away with it last night and that was the one. And they got out of their got it out of their system. But uh, I I just think Tennessee's going to get them. I think it'll be really close. I wouldn't put them I wouldn't bet. I would not bet the game. And it'll be interesting to see what the line is. Probably
0: one or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't. Should be a great game. Like Dennis said, Tennessee revenge spot and Arkansas is due to lose. They really are. And like I said, it's not a it's not a knock. It's just there's a lot of good teams in the SEC. They've oh, beaten a lot oh. of them. Kind of time for them to lose. And like I said, kind of time. it's kind of what happens sometimes.
1: Um, if they win this one, whew, what a run <laughs> they've been on. I think that would be uh let me see, 15 out of 16 mm-hmm. in the SEC. Listen, you better start. If they win this one, you better start kind of thinking they may have a chance
0: to get to the final four. I think they have a chance, even if they lose this one. I mean, I, I don't think they no, lose sure. much in a loss here, really. I, no, no. no. I, they're damn good. And like I said, we're close to it. We get, we watch them all the time. We got family, obviously, are huge uh, fans. Mm-hmm. We're not huge fans of the Razorbacks, but we, you know, we don't hate them or anything like that. But we have an interest in them because yeah. of family. And I watch every game they play. Man, I are it. Very, very good. No. And like 14, I said, Russ was at yeah. the last one, and, yeah. and the game was much closer than the finals. score. And number
1: 14 in the country, that is the biggest bunch of crap that there ever was. That is so stupid.
0: I don't get it. And any, All my Arkansas buddies, and uh, one in particular that follows seeding really, really uh, closely in, in bracketology, mm-hmm. text me and uh, said, you know, uh, I think they're, You could five. a five, yeah. And I said, How's that possible? He's like, I don't know, but that's he said that everybody's got them as a five. They got to be a three at least, or a two. (sighs) But there's
1: a lot of basketball to be played, Aaron. Uh, they get if they can win this one and if you know, then win the SEC, they're not going to be a five. I'm going to tell you that right now.
0: (laughs) To to me, even if you lose this one and then you win a couple games in the SEC, you should be better than a five. No, I agree, I
1: agree, but.
0: It may take
1: you know they could lose this but then come back and win the SEC tournament. I think they would not be a five. they, exactly. would. they can yep. lose this game. This is just yep. they
0: could lose this one. Yeah, they could. we'll see what happens. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a yep. fun game. no you doubt bet. about it. All right, Alabama LSU that's usually good for uh, football, but what about basketball should be a good game. both teams mm-hmm. pretty similar here uh, records almost identical uh, I whoops I think Alabama. I don't know. I think they're going to get beat here. I kind of, I kind of think LSU beats them in this spot. Alabama got beat last night. Yeah,
1: by Texas A&M at Tuscaloosa. That's good enough for me. I'm taking LSU. I think now the only thing is, can LSU get back up after that heartbreaking loss last night? Because they expanded
0: a lot of energy in Fayetteville. I night. think I think the urgency will be there because they really need to win, right? We like, do. I think they're
1: safely in.
0: but I know,
1: but. It's at home. I think they win. Yeah. Uh, again, that line,
0: I kind of think LSU will be favored. I kind of think they will. We'll I, I, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, let's move on. South Carolina, Auburn, I don't think that we see. Oh, by the South way,
1: area. I don't know what you were watching last night. Uh, probably not, but I was. Mississippi State and Auburn. Mm-hmm. Okay, on the road, tie ball game, 25 seconds left, dip wad over there on the sidelines, standing there doing nothing, point guard dribbling around out there in circles, no plays run at all, him just standing there, throw it over to Jabari Smith. He's almost out of bounds right in front of the coach and shoots a three, you know. Almost banked it in and they go into overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, they won. I
0: don't get it. I just don't understand it. (laughs) (sighs) He's awful. That's there's nothing else to get. He's a terrible coach. I mean, (laughs) he just and then the media's they just love him. They think, you know, well, the media likes anybody that just acts like an idiot. Right. Like that's kind of, you know, he has that down to a T. He can act like an idiot better than anybody. And I guess, you know, it's pretty stupid to make
1: these accusations when they're going to win the SEC. If they win Saturday, they win the regular season. But I'm not betting a nickel on them
0: in the SEC tournament. No, I'm not either. I'm not either. And we're in the big tournament either, for that matter. No. I think that goes Maybe saying,
1: Maybe win a couple. But.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't think they struggle with South Carolina, though. Um, now it's at home. Now, what about this? Kentucky goes to Florida. Ooh, toughy. It's a toughie. What do you think? Do they win? Kentucky? Yeah.
1: It's a must win for Florida. Okay, now Florida beat Auburn. Yep. At the swamp. This is not the swamp. Whatever this is. Yeah. Uh this is the lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> slough. Probably don't know what a slough is, but anyway, it's a small swamp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. Uh, Oh, man, this is a
1: tough one. You want to stay away from this one, too? Yeah. You know, Kentucky's not playing as good as they were. And if Florida wins, they're in. I don't think there's any doubt. That'll give them 20 wins, 10 wins in the SEC. They beat some good people. They would have beat Auburn, which is number five, Kentucky, then number seven. You know, that's a good win for them if they get it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to lean towards them. But it's awfully hard to bet
0: against Kentucky. It really is. I kind of think Kentucky's going to get this one. They might. I kind of think they're going to. I I think I I don't think Florida's quite as good as Arkansas. Um, I think if Kentucky goes and plays a, their best game. They can they can win in Florida. I really do. So we'll I'll see. take the Wildcats. Be a good one. Yeah, it'll be a very good one. Well, the schizophrenic Big Ten. I oh, think God. Purdue will beat Indiana but should we proceed with caution on this game? (laughs) (laughs) Well, tonight uh,
1: if you read my college basketball columns, there's two Big Ten games tonight Mm
0: -hmm.
1: involving top 25 teams. One's Iowa, is at uh, Michigan, and the other one is the two teams I hate the most, Michigan State and Ohio State, who have beat me I bet Between them seven times. So I just said, Don't, I'm not even looking at this game. I'll just tell you, I'll just make a pick, but I don't, I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care. (laughs) And every time I get on Purdue's bandwagon, they get beat. Yeah. Indiana has to win. They lost to Rutgers at home last night. That was a killer. Had they won that game, I think they were in, but yeah. I don't think they beat Purdue, but I don't know what the line will be. I can see that line being eight or nine. I don't know where they cover that,
0: but I think they beat Indiana. I don't think Indiana is very good. It does seem like it's going to be pretty high the line. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Purdue's lost two in a row. Got beat by Indiana last time they played, and they should win by double digits. Should uh, yeah, could be a rebound game. Also, Dennis asks, "Why does the media hate hate him?" I I don't I didn't know that they did, Dennis. If you have a great story on that, I like to know i didn't Absolutely. know the media knew him no i didn't even, i wasn't gonna say don't like me dennis they don't know me either um uh, yeah no me neither uh is indiana indiana's gonna win Isaac. all right that still. did it for
1: me I, i'll have to change my uh
0: pick there no I, no, no no isaac's wrong <laughs> purdue gonna win that one all right uh tech um, texas tech goes to oklahoma state what do you think uh do the cowboys have a big win left in them or does tech Get it done Did there. you
1: see last night Oklahoma State beat Iowa State 53-36? to
0: 36.
1: Yes. When is the last time you saw a 20-win team who's going to be in the NCAA tournament? Probably. Uh, they may not now. Scored 36 points.
0: I, uh, and don't take this the wrong way, any females listening, but their scores are usually lower. I thought it was a girl's score when I saw it. I can see how, yeah. Because number one, I didn't think Iowa State would lose no. Oklahoma State. And number two, it was a lower scoring game like they I tend think to they be. Scored 16 points in the second half. Yeah. I did a double take. I was like, no, that's that's the men. It's yeah. Just...
1: I thought when I first saw it, I thought, well, there's it's in the second half and there's like yeah 10 minutes left or something. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State is one of those teams that's awfully hard to beat. They have problems scoring, but they'll defend you, and they will play hard. Uh, again, it, I think Tech will eke this one out, but if that line is eight or more, I would take Oklahoma State. I don't think they cover eight or more. Yeah, start. I think it'll be a kind of a
0: slugfest type I of do game. You
1: know, I know Oklahoma State is banned from uh, the big tournament. Are they? I think they're banned from the Big 12 tournament too. I don't think they can participate. I think it's all postseason play. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: which is just crazy. So this would it is. So this would be their last last game. Right. Correct. Correct. Um, all right, let's move on to where are we going now? Let's move on to Texas and Kansas. I lost track there. Uh, Yeah, the Jayhawks at home here against the Longhorns. Uh, both teams safely in the tournament, but uh, you know, for pride and and definitely to try to finish out the season strong. This will be a big win for Texas. I don't think they get it, though. I think Kansas wins this one, but I've had trouble with Kansas all year. Yes.
1: They're in a two game losing streak. Uh, they lost at TCU Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. And they turn right around and play them again tonight because that was a COVID game that they made up. I think this is the makeup game uh, tonight. And they need to win. Tonight. I think that line's 10 And a half, and I took TCU tonight, which is probably wrong, but Kansas is struggling. Texas is not going to go in there in Lawrence. Texas doesn't have the guts to do it. I'll just say that right now. I don't yeah. think I don't think they beat him. Um what do you think the line will be? Six, seven. Yeah.
0: I think I think that's they're gonna be the key. What's the line? Yeah. Um, I think it'll be about that. And I think I, this kind of has the feeling of a game, Kansas just kind of dominates, honestly.
1: I kind of think they might,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'll take Kansas, uh, no matter what. Well, unless it's crazy number. I don't think <laughs> it will I'm be. be. Uh, Arizona rounds out their season at home against California. That shouldn't be much of a game. Uh, here we are back into this big East. Connecticut hosts DePaul. We've seen DePaul pull off some upsets. Their yeah. record's not great. But um, any, any – what do you think? Can they pull an upset here? Or You, or? you bet they can. They beat uh, Marquette last night. Uh,
1: but this is on the road. Uh, UConn is pretty good. They're not great. They're tough. They're really tough. They play so hard. I don't think they lose again. I don't know if that line is ten. Let's say I don't. It might be with them being at home. Mm-hmm. That line may be up there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't well, know if they cover that. But anyway. our our trusted pers people, I should say, in the chat, Dennis and Isaac says to Paul. We'll win this game.
1: Stranger things have happened. Dennis made a comment here. I really like this. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Dennis, I will say this. I trust your knowledge uh, more than some of the others that are in the media picking races.
0: Dennis, (laughs) if you're talking about the racing dudes, I'm talking about the guys on TV. If your goal is to be in the horse racing media, I would find a different goal. (laughs) Knowing the horse racing media like I do. Uh, that's mean. There's some that are very, very nice, but most of them are not.
1: Well, don't you find that they miss just as many as everybody else usually? Well, see one that's really good. I
0: think we all have our days. Well, I, right? I know, I know, but these people guys- that are in certain spots shouldn't be in them. I, I definitely, yeah, uh, people. People don't work as hard
1: what on that, think? or take that
0: job as serious as they should. Right. Um, so what do you yes, think of Eddie chick. I think he's a. I think he. I think he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think he tries. I think he takes it more serious than full time analysts. Honestly, I think he's the a truth. horse player through and through. Oh,
1: he's a horse player, no doubt.
0: Um, he loves it. I like him. I like Eddie Elchick a lot. It's hard not to like that guy. That- yeah, and I I
1: kind of like the way he picks. You know, he'll do an exact. He'll do some stuff, and yeah, and he's creative. And yeah. I think he, I, I
0: think he hit the nail on the head. I think he's serious about what he does. He- the problem is I think he takes it more serious and this is a good thing for him and a problem for our industry. He takes it more serious than some people that have that job full time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I I think that's a problem. I think if you're in that spot, you need to know more than the people watching. And I don't think that's the case. A lot of the times I, I just don't. Um, I'm not, there's, don't. There's, now, sure. there's good people. There's really good people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not shitting on the whole thing, but no. uh, you know, I think of a guy like uh, Scott Shapiro, who works at uh, Churchill Downs. One of the nicest guys I've ever met, and I think he takes his job serious. I think he does a great job. Whether he misses or hits on a day, given day, yeah, that's any of us, right? But sure. I think I think mean, he's he's the type that we need. We need more Scots, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think a lot of these guys pick
1: long shots and hoping they hit one and then they can look really cool
0: as sylvia says matt bernier i i like matt i think sometimes he just tries to pick somebody to like what you said you know i don't yeah. I think sometimes he will just throw out one that i don't know that he fully believes that but yeah like, well wow, if it's i'm on TV, tv and this horse yeah. comes in but that's good guy i think i i do think he takes it serious so i'll, I'll give him that for sure
1: do you Handball. think, while we're at this, <laughs> I
0: know <laughs> basketball, but
1: this is what this show's all about. We get off track. Yeah.
0: And...
1: Do you think, I've always heard this, Okay. that people that are at the track, like Nancy Holtis, and I'm not saying she does this. Mm-hmm. No. Pick silly things just to get you to, just to take your money at the track. Have you ever heard this? Have you ever heard people say that? Don't go by what they say because they want you to put money on a horse that won't
0: win. Always thought that now that I understand the industry and the, no, I, that, I think that's a thousand percent false. I I've
1: never thought that either. Yeah. I think they, I, I really haven't, but I've heard people say that there's you know, I remember when the great Terry Wallace was at Oakland and he, he picked races, you know, he mm-hmm. did Nancy does. And, 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 and I never thought that about Terry. I thought Terry wanted to get races right. And people would say, oh, you can't really trust him. You know, he's trying to get you to bed.
0: (laughs) I don't think that's accurate. No. Uh, I'm quickly scanning through every paddock person that I know. Couldn't see it. Just could not see that. I I can't either because they don't want to come across as idiots. You know. No and they' most of them don't they're not betting all that much to where it would matter, and they're just trying to get you to bet period. It doesn't I, matter who you bet. they're just trying to get handle for the track so yeah. I think know. they I think all uh, most of them do a really good job. I, yeah I think they're honest. Yeah uh, a few more your your buddy Andy Serling, you don't like him either. No. Um, he, he is what he is. Uh, Maggie Wolfendale up at, up at no, New sure. York. She says a really good job. I really like her. It's a really good job. Have I seen Caitlin free? Yeah, I've I've known about or I met Caitlin a long time ago. Known about her for years, and I know she's at uh, uh, Turfway Park now, right? Yes, uh, she is atrocious. Dennis says. I, I don't know about that, Dennis. I I don't follow Turfway religiously with the sound on, so I, I couldn't well, comment on her. I'll make
1: one more little deal here, and I know we got to get going, but I know you don't like Vic very well at uh, Oakland. I like it when – I like the way he does it when he's making a pick. Mm-hmm. When he's – Nancy does most of the races, but Vic does a couple. And even if he hasn't selected the favorite, he won't talk about the favorite a lot. Mm-hmm. Vic's, Vic's, uh, Vic's uh, picks are off the wall sometimes because I mm-hmm. think he likes – I think he's picking trying to make money mm-hmm. uh, on his bets. I like how he does it. You know, like if he doesn't have the three and the three's a solid favorite – He talks about the three and he talks good about him. He doesn't talk down about him, And I like that about, about, you know, some of those guys going, that three sucks. He's not going to win.
0: You know, they don't say it like that, but I, I I, kind of like the way he does it. I think Vic is really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. I I like him pre-race. I think Vic could be the best announcer in the country. No debate, but I don't think Vic puts a lot of time in memorizing who the worst. No, I don't either. And, Best voice a hundred percent and i think his calls when they're accurate are fantastic and yeah. i get it there's going to be miss everybody makes mistakes that's not an easy job it's but you hard. can't you can't make it you cannot make them every yeah. fucking race you, just can't, <laughs> you can't call the wrong horse tomorrow. not every race and you can't stop and pause for seconds every race you just can't do it yeah. Yeah. so that's my beef with him. but well, i don't have a beef with him. that's why i just i don't I don't love him as far as a track announcer, I think he's a great handicapper. I think he does a good job and Oakland loves him. And so good That's for him. Right. All, all that matters. Yeah. All right. Let's finish up three oh, games. here: Iowa state Baylor. You mentioned Iowa states were 36 points. Now they have to go to Baylor. I, I think Baylor, I mean, I, how can you play Iowa state after that? Right. That
1: line's going to be too high. Probably that'll be the only thing, but Baylor seems to be getting
0: it going. And at the right time, they're dangerous. Yeah. For sure. Oh, by the way, Don Lupel uh, from Woodbine. Yeah. I, I never met her, um, but I think she, she does a good job or did a good job. I should say. Uh, all right. Uh, North Carolina and Duke. Look at the ticket price. $3,000 to get in to see coach K's last game. At Duke. That's unbelievable. That is, um, that is crazy. Yeah. North Carolina, Duke coach K final time, final home game, obviously. Uh i think duke wins this thing easy what about oh, you I,
1: I think so yeah.
0: unless you know sometimes
1: the players get a little too hyped up in a situation like this they know it's his last game and sometimes mm-hmm. they don't play real free you know it, they could be a little bit too hyped up i don't think north carolina is real good so mm-hmm. i
0: see a pretty i see a double digit win in this one yeah i do too i do too uh, I think it'll be pretty easy. And then finally, USC, UCLA. Um, you know, UCLA, they've had their ups and downs this year. Uh, I think this will be a really good game. Well, really? uh, what, what I, I I lean the Bruins in this one. What about I mean, you?
1: I think yeah. so. I think yeah. so. Didn't They played once and USC beat them, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think UCLA bounces back and gets them in this one. This is a toss-up, though. This is a tough one. Yeah.
0: Should be a fun game. Should be a yeah. fun game.
1: Yeah. I'm down at nine. I'll be... I out just wonder if with the campuses being close and everything, do the other teams' fans come to these games? I mean, is it? I just wonder.
0: I don't think USC fans go to any games. We've, Maybe. We've, Maybe. They've shown pictures of the, their home game the other night, and there was like 200 people there when they're yeah. getting ready to tip off. So, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. No, no. At all. Uh, Sylvan says Samich is the best. There you uh, go. This is okay when samich contacted us this has been years ago he kind of had the feeling of a guy who just picked long shots for the hell of it just from an email from one email he kind of had that feeling you get to talking to him and why ultimately i was like yeah this guy's the real deal is he'll tell you when the favorite when he likes a favorite he's not just trying to find long shot every race long shot long shot this favorite sucks and so that's makes him very good and the other thing Sylvia and I talked about guys, people, I should say, not really preparing for their job. That's not Samich. If he gets on the air, he's prepared and he may miss races. We all do. He knows everything about the race and that's all of us. That's why we have who we have. We, we live it, right? Like if we get on the air Saturday, none of us are unprepared and none of us are just showing up and just getting them right. You don't.
1: Right. The thing is, sometimes you have to bet the favorite because if you don't bet the favorite and he doesn't win, you don't win, right? Mm -hmm. So what you got to do if it's an overwhelming, unfortunately, in horse racing, like when Zenyatta would run, you could make no money off of her. Mm -hmm. And the same thing's going to be with Secret Oath down at Oaklawn. The next time she runs, she's going to be one to nine probably if if she runs with the girls. Yeah. You can't make any money off these great horses. So you got to be creative and try to figure out how you can build a ticket to where you can make a little bit of money because you want to bet them. You know, I remember at the Apple Blossom, uh, when Senyata ran the second time, she was one to 100. Yeah. (laughs) And I just wanted the ticket. Yeah. I just wanted the ticket, you know.
0: I would say there's a lot of uncashed tickets that came from that day and days like that, like American Pharaoh, triple crown, justify that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway. yeah, yeah. But the other thing, and this was another reason I knew he was a real deal. He understands the definition of value, right? Yeah. Many, many people think value and they have to, they think it's a long shot. It's 10 to one, it's 12 to one, even mm-hmm. eight to one. No value. Is if you believe a horse should be six to five, mm-hmm. and it's eight to five, that's value, right? That's John White taught me that the very first time I met him. He said, exactly. "Your best bets are going to be those horses that you think sh- should be under even money that somehow are not." And like Happy Soul at Oakland, I think that was two weekends ago. Should have been one to nine. She's even money. That's but tremendous yeah. value. Yeah,
1: yeah. and so, it works the other way too you and I have talked about this a lot in mm-hmm. a 10,000 maiden claimer. You don't bet a seven to five horse because there ain't no such thing as a seven, five, to horse, seven to five horse in a 10,000 maiden claimer. They all suck. Every one of them.
0: Yeah. One's just better than shit. That's what it amounts to. Dennis is right. Value is a horse. Like life is good. If you, th- and he said, he thought he was yep. one to five to win the race. He was four to five. You bet the shit out of that horse. And you and don't let- make money. And don't let anybody, I don't care who it is, how much clout they have, don't let anybody ever tell you that's wrong. Yeah. Because they are so wrong, it's unbelievable. They they, it,
1: well, they're going to lose.
0: <laughs> that's the bottom line. They're going to lose. They, they, There are a lot of people out there that take four to five on what you said, a maiden claimer, and four to five on life is good and think it's the exact same thing. And it's, it's not. not. It's not even close. No. Biggest bets I've ever made in my life were on two horses that were five to two, Justify an American Pharoah, both in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. And we both we looked at each other and said, these horses are even money to win this race. And we bet every dollar in our pockets yeah. to win on those horses because the odds were too good. Five to, Five to two is a gift when you think a horse needs to be even money. So that's the biggest takeaway. Any advice anybody can give you, what I just said is the best advice, trust me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't invent that, okay? I've been told by people a lot smarter than me about this, so and, and, it, and I'll, t- I'll give it one well, good, another good thing, too. If the horse is five to two, you bet
1: every dollar you got in your pocket. If you only got ten dollars, that's good, that's a good bet, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> it, the I'm, I'm telling you, the best bets you can make in racing are those Yeah. <laughs> right there. That's how you make it. That's how win
1: you- is You got to pick the winner, right? That's
0: exactly. That's it's, how you turn in, in profit.
1: You can't You're- build a ticket and leave out a a, a horse that's going to win yeah. just because yeah. you can't, you don't think you can make any money. You're not going to make any money. <laughs> if you don't put him in there, I, you
0: have to do it. Another great example, the breeder's cup of Monomoy girl won the second time. Dennis, we did the exact same thing. We put $500 to win on Monomoy Girl. And and people out there that don't know what they're doing, their head would explode. Because I think she, six to five or seven, something like that. But she was one to nine to win the race. She was way better than the rest of the horses. She wins easy and you have a stack of money. That's and you know what you can do with the $500 dollars you made on that race or the $200 or the $100 or the $50, whatever you put on it? You can take 20% of it, 50% of it and go for more exotic bets. Yeah, you can. And play ahead instead of eating your bankroll. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it, folks. Yeah. There it really can. isn't a huge secret to racing once you figure that out. Nope. <laughs> you, you 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 cash in on the ones you're really confident about. You make them pay you for those. And then you use that money to try to in 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 lack of a better term, get lucky. On some of your more exotic bets and your risky bets, it's it's a simple, it's just it's just a simple formula. Anyway, I didn't know I was going to get into this rant today, but that's okay. We that's what this show's about. I got yeah. another one here in a minute. That's my most it, that's my most passionate take there is. And I, I remember I met John White in 2013, and he was he spent a ton of time with me going over stuff and. That was, he just kept driving at home, kept driving at home. Kept, uh, American Pharoah was going to run in the Breeders' Cup in 2014. And I was with dinner with him. This was the next year after I'd met him. And the next year we had dinner with him again. This was before American Pharoah scratched. He scratched out of the race. And I said, Who, what do you think? What do you think about this uh, Breeders' Cup? He goes, one horse to bet. It's American Pharoah. Forget all those other races. Play them if you want. Put 90% of your bankroll on American Pharaoh. He wins. And then the other races, you play him how you want, but put that in your pocket. He's a lock. Yeah. Of course, American Pharaoh goes on to win the Triple Crown. He scratches out of the Breeders' Cup, unfortunately. But that's John White, folks. Like, that's a professional gambler. That's a guy that's been in the game for 50 years. You know, there's so
1: many uh, horse horse betters that will not bet. A four to five or a six to five. They simply will not do it. They think that's stupid and it's not.
0: No. So anyway. And like you said, that maiden claimer for 10, going six furlongs, a field of 12. Yeah. Let's try to beat that eight to five. (laughs) Yeah. Or if
1: you really are smart, you don't bet that race. Exactly. You just uh, don't. I mean, twelve well, of them?
0: Are you kidding? Well, you can bet it, but you play low amounts. You yeah, you to, just bet a little bit. Just it, has some action. Exactly, and then yeah. you know that stakes race that's coming up. Anyway, yeah. uh, Ricky jo- chimes in. He says, "Yeah, Rick, good to see, you, buddy. The better the horses, the more reliable they are. That's the best advice ever Absolutely. given. And yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, no about it. Dennis is happy that that Ricky is here." uh all in line with champion horses that are being discussed yeah exactly exactly right yeah Yeah. um and you know a lot of the time they are going to be the higher level horses that you make those big bets on uh, but you know there are times you might see a maiden at Saratoga and you think wow I've I've been following this horse uh, you know stuff like that so anyway all right let's move on final thing we're gonna talk about uh future wagers we'll do it fairly quickly we've got a bunch of them up here uh, I wanted to throw this one up. Future wager to win the national title right now. Uh, Gonzaga, the favorite at about three and a half to one there. Uh, Kentucky next and Arizona at plus 750. As you look at this, where is your money lying right now? I only bring this up because we did very well when we talked about NFL future wagers. So let's do it's this. Not for the college. It's not with Gonzaga. No, nope, me neither. I just can't. No.
1: Nope.
0: I love Arizona's at, at that. That's pretty good. Uh, Arizona plus 750 would be one of mine. Yep. Yep. I
1: like Baylor plus 1300 too. And I can't believe Duke's 1200. Yeah, I don't like that.
0: Uh, Arizona far and away out of the ones you've showed me so far. Yeah. I like Arizona at plus 750. I'll put a little bit of money on Villanova plus uh, 2300. That's twenty-three to one for people who don't bet sports. Maybe you're right. watching just for the racing. Twenty-three to one. I would I'd throw some like on Baylor at thirteen to one. I, yeah. I really would not a not a lot, but I would. Yeah. Dennis says he's got a buddy that's got Kentucky at plus eighteen thousand or uh, uh, 1800 Geez, if I could talk, that's great because right here currently plus seven fifty. Yeah. So if Kentucky was eighteen hundred or eighteen to one, definitely. Oh, if that, that? if that's- if this, uh, oh, yeah, let's see what's Arkansas here. Let's see. But yeah, if Kentucky is 18 to 1, we'd both be picking. Arkansas is 50 to 1. You got to put some money on that. You think? You?
1: 50 to 1,
0: $5? What the heck? Use your wild pick. There it is. The wild hogs of Arkansas, right? 50 to 1. Um, um, yeah, I think these others are,
1: I, was, yeah. I mean, Providence, 80 to 1 now. I don't think they can win it all. Yeah. Then
0: you're, you're getting out
1: Oklahoma of state. What are they on? They're not, I have no in. idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's gotta be a misprint. Uh, they can't uh, even get in the other one. I likes Wisconsin. Uh, where were they? Let's see. Wisconsin. Right
1: Arkansas at 50 to one, I think.
0: Okay. So there's They're your two. Pretty wild solid. Picks. They're yeah. pretty solid. Yeah. what, two, two, two fifty to one shots. Papa dude gives out their Arkansas as, and Wisconsin. Uh, your top pick would be Arizona oh, and you the, the also like Baylor. Um, I like Arizona a lot better than I do Baylor. Give me Arizona, Villanova. Um, let me give you a roulette chip here. Uh, gosh, I hate these seams. Um, yeah, they much in that. Now you're getting down to the Tritons. Who's the Tritons? I don't know. <laughs> I think we're on some kind of bizarre website here. Uh you know, shit. I'll, how about why not Providence at eighty to one? Yeah, it's
1: eighty to one. At eighty to one, definitely. Um, yeah. There was another one I like to. I don't think this would be one that's going to going to go farther than you think, and that's not what this is about. But, right. But that's okay. Houston.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's. I wouldn't bet them to win it at thirty three to one, but I, I do kind of agree. They they They'll beat somebody going.
1: they're not supposed to, probably.
0: Right. All right. All right. Now let's do the same thing. Okay. With the NBA. All right. Because we're getting kind of late into the season. I have been on record on the show. I think the Suns are going to win it. But 4-1 to one is a pretty tough bet, I think. Uh, you've been following the NBA very closely. What do you think of some of these? I would go the Heat. You love the Heat. Heat or 10-1. to one. I get them right
1: all the time. Mm-hmm. Last night, I didn't bet them. And they lost. I was proud of myself. I stayed away from that last night. Okay, that's pretty uh, good. Like the Grizzlies, and you don't, but
0: I do. You've loved the Grizzlies all year. 25 well, at
1: twenty-five to one. to one. I just yeah. uh, the, the 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 Warriors are playing terrible. Isaac, I'm sorry, but they're playing terrible
0: right they're now. They're awful right now. Yeah,
1: I got injuries. That's part of it. Uh, you know, Philly's playing pretty good. Uh, at seven to one, they're mm-hmm. they're they're playing pretty well. Uh, I don't think the Jazz can go all the way. Celtics don't play any defense. Uh, Bulls are awful low there. I mean, twenty-seven to one. Yeah. yeah, they're not bad. I would throw mine on the
0: Grizzlies at twenty-five to one, and the Heat at ten to one. Um, you, I think the Suns are going to win it. It sucks because I like the Suns, but four to one sucks. Uh, let's see. Is Russ about to run 40s at the Combine here? I totally <laughs> read that as Russ was about to run 40s at the Combine. I'm Listen, sure that's you not... You get somebody
1: to video that, Russ, and we'll give you a phone number and we'll put it on the
0: website. Oh, by the way, Russ, you and I have a mutual friend uh, that I found out about. So I'll let you guess who it is. Um, let's see. I meant to tell him that like two weeks ago. I keep forgetting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like these
1: stuff. places.
0: I- Utah, eighteen to one.
1: I I don't know. Well, that's not bad, but they don't play well in the playoffs. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, I can't can't do it. Can't do it. Uh,
1: well, I mean, Durant comes back tonight, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Nets.
0: Russ says they don't make videos that long, Papa Dude. <laughs> who his initials are? JB. Russ. JB. Where's, uh, you from,
1: where's you from, Aaron?
0: He's from well, he's from the same town as Russ. Russ. Oh, that's been about a month. He said something about uh, his hometown. I said, oh, that's where JB's from. So I text JB. I said, hey, do you know somebody named Russ W.? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know exactly who that is. Good guy. So yeah. uh, you can vouch for him. I do want to cover,
1: I, I cover two things
0: there. Now, hold on. Hold on. OK. OK. Class, yes. Classmate of yours, uh, Russ. And uh, I, Russ, he said, you're a good guy. I don't think JB's a good guy, though. So <laughs> <He's> kidding, obviously. <laughs> but not really. Russ knows. Um, two more things and then, and then I'm gonna let you go. Uh, coach said, um, where is that? Who will be the four, uh, highest seeds in the, or or what will be the highest seeds in the final four? I guess that means the number one seeds. Yeah. It's like, will will we have, uh, so the four favorites to be number one seeds is what I was getting at are Gonzaga, Arizona, Baylor, and Kentucky. That's who the betting odds have projected as the four number one seeds.
1: Yeah. So You might mean, and we, we have no idea how to do this now because we don't know what the seeds are, which will there be a real high seed in the final four? Like a number six, make it, or a number eight, or something like that. That usually happens. Right, so, yes. And, you know, we'll have all of that out when the when the bracket is out on next not this sunday but the sunday after we'll start getting into that i'm trying to figure out how i can do all this but
0: we're gonna have it covered so russ says jb is hilarious if you've ever been around him russ i've never i never laughed so hard in my life when i'm around (laughs) jb i've got i'm sure you do too we could share some stories on that guy that is a he's a unique or uh sylvia in there or so sorry i don't
1: not your name wrong. Put the NHL. There we go. There it is.
0: That was my last thing. We're going to talk about the NHL, and then you can have the floor for the final say. Uh, NHL it. future wagers. Okay, Sylvian. Here we go. Pop you news. throw yours out there too, Sylvian.
1: I want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, lightning. I'm all over it at eight, eight to one. Okay. Although we discussed this once before, it's hard to win three yeah. years in a row. Almost impossible. If anybody can do it, they can. I really like Colorado, but we're not going to do the favorite. Yeah, I think the Golden Knights are way too high. Way, way too high. Way, I, way too high.
0: I'm not sure they make it.
1: Yeah, they're playing awful. Yep. I think the light or the uh, Maple Leafs are really struggling right now. That's too high.
0: Don't love they're, that. I
1: uh, love Carolina. I think that's – Where's mm-hmm. Florida? Exactly. Oh, there we go. Okay. That's a that's, that's, no-brainer. That would have to be.
0: The, one of the top ones it's gotta be i i don't know this doesn't see i'm gonna have to look up a different site because they should not be 25 to 1 oh god no and they've got the calgary flames here at 250 oh, <laughs> one. all right i don't think they're i don't like their hockey is right so all right for monday we'll get a better
1: one okay hold on
0: we'll do this again monday uh
1: that can't on. be right
0: the That's flames no, are no great. way no. i mean they're great go. vegas insider playing really really well um the calgary okay this is like yes the avalanche are four to one florida is uh, about eight to one so that makes more sense
1: calgary there is yeah boy look at that that's pretty good you can get 16 to one there that one book
0: yes at bet mgm home of ricky Pasternak, by the way calgary flames 16 to one ricky book it 16 to (laughs) one i'll take the calgary flames I would. I
1: I really like uh, Florida, Carolina, and Calgary. Would be my top three. I tell you what, the Rangers looked awfully good last night against the Blues. Yeah, but the
0: Blues didn't play their starting goalie. So.
1: Oh, baloney! The Blues didn't skate in the third period.
0: That was the problem. They were bad. Yeah, they were really bad. Uh, Flames and Rangers. Coach says uh, yep. Bruins and the Oilers. Uh, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't think Dennis watches a lot of hockey. I don't like the Oilers at all. I like we'll say maybe. Came. Came. Bruins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's why we do this. Everybody's got an opinion.
0: Yeah. Cal, uh, the Carolina is 11 and a half to one. And uh, also the Flames, like I said, 50, uh, 15 or 16 to one. Florida is not good. They're playing good early, but they slump. Yeah, they are really slumping right now. That's that's true. It's true. Um wait till the trade deadline yeah that's coming up quick won't be long so yep that's clear to there okay papa dude take us take us home here well i've got one thing too but you go ahead okay first
1: thing uh d lucas made a great suggestion at a speech he gave in hot springs what was that that was some sort of big horse racing thing wasn't it
0: yeah i can't remember exactly where he was but yeah it was a it was yep. a it, banquet was at, of some it, was, it was in hot springs mm-hmm. and
1: he said over this big controversy we've got why don't we start finding the owners of horses that are juiced? And then maybe they will quit selecting the trainers and go to somebody that's not cheating. Common sense, you know, that's kind of a pretty good idea, <laughs> you know, or take the purse away from them, something they have to, they don't get the money, whatever it is.
0: I've thought this for a long time. And I get why the trainer should be punished. He's responsible. Yeah, they should be punished too. The owner gave the horse to the trainer. And and maybe it's a situation where if it's the first offense for the duo, the owner gets a warning. But if it keeps happening. If it happens two or three times, they're just as dirty as a trainer in my mind. They are. They are. It's just like Russ says here. I agree, uh, Russ. Yeah. If they keep
1: giving Baffert horses, then they should be punished if, Mm -hmm. if they're not clean. They should, because, well, I can go on and on about it, and I'm not going to, because I, I just, don't, I tweeted the other night, and I, I really mean this. I don't know what kind of world Bob Baffert lives in. I yeah. just don't know how he can live with himself. I don't. I just don't know. It it, it just baffles me. Mm-hmm. The kind of per the ego he has and the arrogance he has
0: mm-hmm. is is
1: really showing.
0: I oh. mean. It's it's arrogance and ego. You've hit yeah. it. It's just there's no other way around it. And yeah, it's it's crazy what's happening. Yeah, it is. This, this point is. from Dennis. Yeah, because let's be honest, Navarro, Service, Deodoro's, et cetera. They know. A lot of times in the horse racing media will kind of go with this, which is crazy. They'll say, "Well, it's the owner. They're hands off. They don't really know what's going on." Bullshit. Yes, they do. If yes, the they. Do.
1: Of horse, you better know what's going on. Yeah. It's like an owner of of a pro franchise, and they go, "Well, they don't really have. They don't know what's going on." Well, you're a pretty poor owner if you don't know what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's that's not an excuse. That's a horrible excuse. It is a bad excuse, and I, I agree with Dwayne uh, and and Sylvia and your favorite Mike Somich has said that for a long time. He thinks the jockeys should be fined as well. And I said, <laughs> well. I think you do the jockeys. He goes, you're telling me the jockeys don't know what's going on. It's like, I well, can't say that they don't. No,
1: but then, you, then you're then you going to start finding everybody and you've got to draw the line somewhere. But and, you
0: know what? I I did. I don't necessarily agree about the jockey thing, but the one thing we did kind of agree on, if a jockey loses money riding for a guy, do you think you yeah. going to keep riding for him?
1: That's true. That's a great point. So
0: he's not it's not fair, but he's not completely wrong about the end result, might get where we need to be. So and,
1: and you know, and the crime of all of this is this is the face of horse racing that's got in trouble. It's not some flunky dunky. Mm-hmm. It's and that's the problem. Yeah. And for him to be so arrogant, his ego so big, his yeah. legacy is ruined. I don't care what happens. I just don't care. Yeah. How can you walk into a racetrack and you know everybody's looking at you? And thinking, there's the villain. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody, I guess. He's still got his fans, but I don't know how you can do that. But anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, what else do yeah. you I, I, I really feel sorry for some of these um, mid-majors teams like Vermont and specifically South Dakota State. Because it appears that they're going to have to win the conference tournament to get in to the big dance. Mm -hmm. They went 18 and zero in the regular season
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in a double round robin, which means they played every team in their conference twice and they Mm -hmm. beat every team twice. They've won 27 or 28 games. It's not fair for them to go into the conference tournament and have to beat every damn one of those teams for a third time to get Mm -hmm. in the conference or into the big dance. They should be in. What else do they have to do? This league isn't bad that they're in. They beat Oral Roberts and Oral Roberts went to what? The final eight last year? Yeah. It's a good league. They should be in.
0: I've always thought it was unfair that a two or three game tournament decides who gets in, but the whole season and they yeah. win and they go 18 and 0 and they lose one. They're out. I've always thought it's unfair. I get what it's all about though. Yeah, I mean, it creates interest. Yeah, for sure. But I, I hear okay. you. And these tournaments you experienced today, like Missouri Southern women kicked yeah. off their tournament. A lot of time it's at a gym with like 200 people and yeah. it's at noon on a Thursday. And yeah. It's just like, ugh.
1: well, you, nobody me. wants to
0: be there, you know? Yeah.
1: You ask any coach that's ever coached basketball for sure. The season is so long. Mm -hmm. It's a marathon. And winning the regular season is a hell of a lot better accomplishment than going and winning three games in three days or four or whatever. And you take a team like Vermont. They're 25 and five. Now, they don't play in as good a league as South Dakota State. They don't have quite the argument. Mm -hmm. they're 25 and five they went 17 and one in their conference the next team to them is like six games behind them you get in these tournaments and it's one and done anything can happen Mm -hmm. and it's a crime if they get beat and they don't get in the tournament it's a crime It, it it's just not right and i hate it i do and now they don't have as much argument as south dakota state because South yeah. Dakota State has beat North Dakota State, which is a hell of a good team. Mm-hmm. Oral Roberts, uh, South Dakota's good. That league is tough. The point is they beat every damn one of them twice, and they played a good non-conference schedule. They didn't play flunkies. And the reason why they've lost four games, they played good teams in the
0: non-conference schedule. They should be in. No I doubt. agree. I definitely agree, Uh, and Dennis agrees as well, and I think he's probably right. The big reason why, that money uh, with the bigger schools, it's it's there. So, Hey, you love the big dance just like I do.
1: Wouldn't you rather watch South Dakota State than a 17 and 13 Michigan?
0: Yes. But I don't know if everybody's that way, but Yes. Yes, I would totally to me that's what the big dance is about. The, those yeah. teams,
1: yeah. They would be like a number 12. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to look at them against the number five, wouldn't you? Oh, would. absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm I'm on your side on that for sure. I've always thought that. And yeah, same way with college football, why they need to expand it. Maybe they absolutely. those little smaller teams could beat them, maybe they couldn't, but wouldn't it be fun? Nice to see. Yeah, I know. So, and,
1: and, and listen, it is so hard to, it's like the Missouri Southern girls, which is a must. Well, let's just use South Dakota State. Yeah. Because it makes more sense. It is so hard to go through this long, mm-hmm. tedious season and win 18 games and lose zero. When everybody in your conference is gunning for you and they know exactly what you do. There's no secrets. It's so hard to do that. And then in a three-game tournament, anything can happen. And this is played at a neutral site. Now, some of these tournaments, like the America, America East, where uh, Vermont's in, that's played at the higher seeds. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So they're
1: going to have all their games at home. Yeah. So And they should. So that'll be a little bit easier. South Coast State's got to go to a neutral site. Now it is in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, so that's they're going to have home, yeah, advantage. But they still got to win. Mm-hmm. It's just like Missouri Southern; they beat all these teams in the regular season, and 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 for the first time in their history, they won the regular season the MIAA conference championship. And now they got to turn right around four days
0: later and beat these same teams again. And yeah. it's not easy. It's no, hard. it's. It's not easy to do. Yeah. But it's, uh, that's, that's where we're at. I mean, that's how it's always done. And I, I don't see that changing anytime soon, but it is, it oh. is unfortunate. like I said, it's one, one and done. You can, you can slip up real easy, especially in basketball. Basketball. Oh. If you don't shoot the ball very well one night. You can get you beat. Be- yeah. You get in foul trouble. Yes, another big one. Other than one yeah.
1: today, they beat a team they beat twice. That is is one of the best teams in the MIAA year in and year out. They're not yeah. as good this year. They're hard to beat, and their yeah. best player, their superstar, got in foul trouble. Yeah, and they almost lost. And they almost lost. They gutted it out. She got back in and stayed out of state. Was able to stay in the game, mm-hmm. and they pulled it out. But they may not get so, so lucky on Saturday. What are they? What are they ranked in the regional? This is another crime, and that's another story. They're fifth. In oh, the team Lord. that's that's number one, they beat them on mm-hmm. their home court and held them to 41 points, beat them 59 to 41. They're one, and Southern's five. Who's number one? Fort A State.
0: Well, they're in the same conference, and Missouri okay. Southern won the conference. How yeah, could they, that be?
1: Well, they tied. They tied, but Southern won it because they beat them in the race. But
0: how could one be one and one be five?
1: That's a very nice question.
0: <laughs> Good God.
1: Okay. Well, it makes no sense.
0: Maybe a, have a bunch
1: of fools that yeah. don't know what they're doing that rank these teams. There is wow. no way Missouri Southern, which plays in one of the toughest Division II conferences in the country, should be five in a regional yeah. when they won the conference. Regular season, it's yeah, that's crazy.
0: Stupid. Especially when it's a team from your own conference that's number one—that's insanity. Uh, they,
1: yeah, Southern is twenty-three and five, and this team's like twenty-five and three. It's just so kind of the reverse, but it doesn't make any difference.
0: If if Southern was to win the conference, that would mean another win over them.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you More think they much.
0: would move up to number one?
1: No, there's no chance. Why? The only two, okay. <laughs> I'm uh, sure
0: nobody cares about this, but I'm I'm
1: really pissed well, off it, at the moment. It, it, it could happen to anybody.
0: Yeah.
1: These people
0: that vote for this stuff,
1: they don't know what they're
0: doing. Right. This goes. This ties back into the horse racing conversation. But anyway, go ahead. They're
1: right. Or these people that vote in the AP, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. There's no way Arkansas is number 14. There's just no, no chance. I... Anyway, anyway. All right. Now, Fort Hayes is one. There's a team down in Oklahoma. I guarantee you four days in Missouri Southern would kick the shit out of them. Yeah. They may get beat. They're still playing in their tournament. They're two. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then there's two Minnesota teams that were three and four and they've already played their conference tournament and one of them won and one of them lost, but they didn't drop The, the team that lost stayed there. Southern goes and wins their conference championship Saturday and stayed at five. Wouldn't you think they would have jumped one of those four, or the one of the three or four, whichever the four seed mm-hmm. lost? Wouldn't you think they would have jumped and moved up four? Mm-hmm. Instead, they moved Southwest Oklahoma from four to two because the two previously lost to the three. And this will get too complicated. But anyway, it's not right. There's almost zero chance that Southern can host. The regional, hmm,
0: Well, okay, that's depressing. I didn't see, I don't follow the women's side of it, so that's it. I don't usually, but I've kind of gotten into it. I yeah.
1: thought they would be ranked at least fourth, uh, but the rankings came out uh yesterday and they were still five. I expected you to say they're in the top three and they can host if they win. They so. actually thought today, had they lost,
0: they might be out. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, they really did. Okay, I gotta that's a we'll talk about this off air because that's crazy.
1: One more thing. This is how tough that conference is. The top nine teams in the region, four of them are from that conference, and Southern beat every one of them. Yeah, and they're
0: five. So anyway. Okay, all right. Well, we gotta get off the air because Magic Mike is coming up in 35 minutes. They will be on the air, uh be the third show of the day. So we had shows at noon, two and four central time. So A lot of fun. Magic Mike covering the all stakes dirt pick five Saturday, maybe Uh, something like that. So uh, they got a lot going on there. That will be a very, very lively and entertaining show for everybody. Uh, Final thought for me, AEW revolution going to be Sunday evening, Sunday at seven o'clock central time. If you're bored by this pay-per-view, it's going to be fantastic. (laughs) 11 matches. And I don't think, there's one bad match on this card. Uh, it's going to be awesome. So best pay-per-view they've ever done. They're on fire right now. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. You Sunday, to, Sunday. Sunday night, 7 o'clock. If you used to like wrestling and you, now you haven't watched it in a while, give this show a shot. You might be back. Uh, it's going to be great. Yes, MJFC and Punk is going to be fantastic. One of the best wrestling feuds ever, in my opinion, how they've done it. So, Check that out. Uh, have fun this weekend. Stay tuned. Magic Mike next. Uh, we'll be live uh, this weekend as well. So uh big, big weekend. Everybody have a good time. Like I said, um, you know, uh, Jared asked, you know, wh- what can people look for this weekend? What-, what should they be doing? I said, people listen to the show. What they should do this weekend is have a great time. Let us work. You guys go to the track, go to your OTB, yeah. go to a game, have a great time, have yes. a great weekend. There's not many that we get like this that, that is this good. It's going to be good this weekend. So, everybody have fun, and we'll see you right back here on Monday for the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show.
1: This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your
0: destination for
1: all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside
0: weather reports or podcasts and videos for betters of all skill levels never make another wager without visiting the racing dudes first